Hi there, Scott Rockfile, back with another podcast review. Going to talk about the 2022 film, Smile. Like a lot of horror movies these days, I heard that rumbling, oh, it's good, it's great, it's got some great jump scares, it's good, it's, oh, and it's gonna made, made a lot of money. So I sat down and finally got a chance to watch Smile. No spoilers or anything. This $17 million movie went on to make $216 million and will probably get a sequel, which it probably deserves. This is one of those horror movies that works great the first time. Probably pretty good the second time. I don't know how much mileage you'll get out of it if you want to buy it, but if you're a big fan of horror movies, you'll probably add this to your collection. Like I said, no spoilers. Um, But I think this movie plays differently to two different types of people. If you are familiar with horror movies... The TV show Supernatural, maybe the old uh, uh, Denzel Washington movie Fallen. Then there's nothing new in this picture other than the way it's presented. It's a simple story well told, and I like those kind of movies. On the flip side, if you're not someone who watches a lot of horror content, this may come as a shock and be totally original idea to you. Many people have asked if this is a remake or a sequel or based on something else, and the director and writer says that it's based on a short film that he did back in 2020. Um, but I, I got to be honest, watching it, I knew what was going on pretty early on because I've watched Supernatural and I've watched Fallen and I've seen other things. It would be hard to say that this is a totally original idea, not to give anything away. But that being said, the way it's presented is different than those previous things I mentioned. And I got to give kudos to the director. Parker Finn, who also wrote it, based on the short film, Laura Hasn't Slept, did a really good job. It, it assaults you with some different things, some different sounds, some different visual cues in the beginning, just kind of throws you, kind of sets you into some unease. One of the things I really noticed about this, I'm watching a Blu-ray, it is available on 4K. But in watching the Blu-ray, it did come with a Dolby Atmos soundtrack. The soundtrack is amazing. I would probably add it to my collection just for that. The way they use some of the music cues in the upper channels and surrounding you and some of the sound effects and some of the unnerving sound effects that are really put there just to kind of set you on edge. The sound design, really intricate, really well done, very spacious, very all around you. The other thing this movie does really well is jump scares. If you don't like jump scares, I wouldn't bother watching this movie because that's kind of the best thing it does. It is creepy, and there is a sense of unease and a mystery to it all. But the jump scares, they're A+. I mean, I'm not the biggest fan of jump scares, but these are well done. With the sound and the video proportional to the scare, perfect, coming out of left field, you don't expect them, they catch you off guard. If you're going to put them in a movie, then do them like this. (laughs) They're really good. I jumped more than once. And yes, it was definitely because it was a loud visual jump scare. But again, these are the best possible loud visual jump scares I think I've seen in a very, very long time. This reminds me in a way of Barbarian. It's one of those movies you're going to watch once and go, hey, that was entertaining. It was a good horror movie. Then you kind of forget about it later. This one I think is a better movie overall. I think it's better directed. Um, And I think it holds up longer. It holds up to more scrutiny. Both are probably going to get sequels, and we'll see where these go with their creators and all that. 
But if you don't know the story of this, um, a therapist uh, meets with a client who kills herself in front of her, saying that things are following her, something is following her, it's wearing masks, pretending to be human, but it's not. And then she smiles and she kills herself while smiling, all the way until she goes down. Then it turns out this has happened more than once. People see someone kill themselves and then they kill themselves later. Like it's being passed down. This is all in the beginning. It's not, I'm not giving too much away here. But like I said, if you've watched the series Supernatural, if you've seen the movie Fallen with Denzel Washington and John Goodman, you kind of see where this is going. Similarly, they don't fully explain what it or they or whatever it is. I don't want to give any spoilers away, which is good. I think most movies do better at not explaining the big bad, whatever it may be. But while the movie was on, I'm going, this is really well made because I've jumped. It also has some long scenes of, of not boredom, but a little slower pace and then bam. But I think that's by design. Parker Finn, when he expanded the short film into an hour and a half long movie, or longer than that, actually, um, had to find the right beats, and you have to have the right length of time between those jump scares for them to be, you know, most effective, I think. Performances all around were great. Um, I don't think I've ever seen Sosie Bacon, who is the daughter of Kevin Bacon and Kira Sedgwick. She was fantastic in the movie. Jesse Usher was great. Cal Penn, he's a little older, put on some weight. He's good in the movie. Uh, Rob Morgan, also very good in the movie. Everybody's, you know, well done. The, um, I forgot the woman's name who's on the cover. Um, she played the character in the short film as well. She's just got that smile. She can put on that evil smile, if that makes any sense. Several actors and actresses have to do it in the movie with varying results, but I think they found a lot of people who could do this kind of smile. The character at the beginning of the film explains it's a smile like, well, it's not a good smile. It's like an, an, a bad smile. It's like an evil smile. And, and at first you don't, but then, you know, it's kind of like Joker's smile in the Batman movies kind of. You know, it's supposed to be happy, but it's kind of twisted and not. Everybody in the movie that had to do it did it pretty well. But again, your mileage with the movie is going to be based on, A, how familiar you are with the subject and if you think it's original or not. Because if you don't, it's going to play out like, okay, well, this is a little bit different than what I've seen before. I am familiar with the subject matter, and it was entertaining. And when it was over, I took it out of my wish list. Unlike some movies I've watched recently, like um, Violent Night. I wasn't going to buy that movie because it didn't come out in 4K. It only came out on Blu-ray, and then I watched it, and I absolutely loved it. I'm going to have to pick that one up. This, I had the 4K on my wish list. I picked up the Blu-ray to rent, you know, watched it and went, okay, yeah, I, I probably don't need to own it. But I may rethink that if I watch it again. Like I said, it's immaculately made. It, it has the right ebb and flow. I didn't really find when I said there were some slow parts. That, like I said, they're necessary. So in looking back over the movie when it was over, I'm like, it, it flowed the way it should have flowed to get to where we got. I think it's well made. I think Parker Finn did a good job. But again, I, don't, I didn't find any of it very original. I just thought it was very entertaining, incredible jump scares, and an incredible sound design. Cinematography is very good. There's a couple of times where they do some cinematography things, like flipping the camera upside down and showing the town from upside down. I guess that kind of 
unnerves you, and they do it more than once, kind of leading you to believe this is kind of something, but then it doesn't really have a payoff. There's a couple other things cinematically that I think they were working towards that some things were used and kind of tossed away. Other things were visually, I don't know. Like I said, the acting is great. Jump scares are great. Sound design is great. Movie, great one-time watch. Just like Barbarian, you're gonna get a, you're gonna have a blast for an hour and forty-five minutes. Do you need to buy it? Well, watch it and see. You'd be the, you'd be the judge there. But I do think it's worthy. I was gonna do a little spoiler talk, but really, if you reference the things I mentioned before that it's like, you'll figure it out. Scott Hamilton, I'm Rockfile. Uh, check this out. I, I, I really think if you're looking for a horror movie on a Friday or Saturday night, it's a great watch. It's just not something you'd add to your collection because once you know, you know. Um, but maybe it's worth it for the for the characters. That's up to you to decide. Check out my links below. Stay tuned for more podcasts. Thank you for taking time out of your day to listen to this. Have a spectacular day. Spectacular day.